Good afternoon. Here we go. Friday afternoon. Thanks to Helen Stone Brothers. Big show this afternoon. One of the final chances to get in the pen to win $30,000. Thanks to Helen Stone Brothers. Are you referring to it as like pigs or something? Yeah. <laughs> going to round up all the pigs and put them in a pen? <laughs> it does sound a little bit like that. <laughs> um, the, the good news is uh, Ben sounds really happy today. It's because he wore his new fedora to the Christmas party oh, yesterday and it went down a tree. And it's come back for day two, I noticed. Back Woo-hoo! to back fedora. After getting mocked by you guys, guess who ended up wearing it yesterday? For a little we don't bit. need to talk about that, Ben. Uh, we don't need to talk uh, about that, Ben. Uh, we also got Peking Duck on the show and The Bachelor, Zach Fran. It's, it's a big one. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Sharon just mentioned before, I got a text from my um, lovely mother, mother-in-law, Joyce. Get on great with Joyce, but... You lived with Joyce, didn't I you? Did. Just you and Joyce well, for a while. Yeah, Amanda went overseas for a bit. I was going to go over in about three months' time at the end of a TV show. Me, me and Joyce, we lived together. It was great. Had a great time. Yeah, can I just say, that's a really unusual arrangement. Mm, that's very you live weird. It, I, I, would, I, I love my mother-in-law, but I don't know if I'd go into a one-on-one flatting situation. <laughs> no. It was great. It was great. She was like, hope you don't mind, but I've made you dinner. Hey, I don't mind. That's great. I hope you don't mind, but tonight I'm going to be small spoon. No, no. I, I love Joyce because you know what? Joyce is a big Lance Armstrong fan, like Chang, our oh. breakfast producer yeah, here on the station. She doesn't even believe Lance Armstrong took drugs now. Oh, Even God. after Lance Armstrong well, himself. Like, hey, we weren't there. We weren't to know. We, we know what was happening. So that's why I, I respect that. Joyce is right. We weren't there. Was but there. Lance Armstrong has said, I was there. <laughs> And I took performance enhancing drugs. <laughs> so what's on the agenda for Joyce today? Well, she just gave me a text. Uh, and it came through just before, and she said, uh, "Think you should check out the Perth Wildcat, the Perth Wildcats players' haircut. Think it's number two. Side part looks very cool. Now I think it's the player number two, not a number two fade. Yeah, number two fade's a great number for a fade, though. Isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's, it's great. So what I'm leading to believe here is that Joyce is not happy with your current haircut, which is a high fade. Or is she just saying, hey, here's another option? I thought it was cool. This would look good on you. Well, you have had that cut for a while. <laughs> is this a passive-aggressive way of telling you that uh, she's... Definitely. You reckon? Definitely. Oh, she's been no. like, my my daughter deserves her <laughs> husband to spice it up. Mm. And so uh, I think that's what she's encouraging you no, to do I here. I just think she's just saying, hey, this, these are options. Well, Joyce should count herself lucky she has a son-in-law that she can even suggest haircuts to. Because <laughs> oh. my mother and my mother-in-law doesn't even have that privilege. She's probably given up on you a long time ago. <laughs> She's yeah. like, oh, there's nothing I can do with that. So who's number two in the Perth Wildcats? We I, need don't to know. Look at I don't know. You don't know? I've been trying to Google it and I, I can't quite work it out. Okay, so. oh, wait, actually, I've got the phone number for them. Okay, call should the we, Perth we Wildcats. We'll uh, find out who the number two is and what sort of haircut number two is running. Oh. It's a text from your mother-in-law. Yeah. Here's a wig that you might like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling Perth Wildcats and Perth Links. You're speaking with Hannah. Hi, Anna. It's John O'Ben and Sharon here from New Zealand. We're five or six hours ahead of you right now. <laughs> How are you? I tell you what, you wait to see what's going to happen in five or six hours. It's going to be a hell of a day. A hell of a day. Hey, we're calling from a radio station in New Zealand, a random phone call, um, but we want to know if you can help us out. Sure. Okay, so I got a text from my mother-in-law, Joyce, and um, she was watching the basketball game between the Perth Wildcats and the Breakers. And, uh-huh. she, and she said that the number two for the Perth Wildcats has a great haircut, side part, looks very cool, and maybe I should look at getting it. I don't know who this guy is and what sort of haircut he's running. Who's number two? Oh, yeah, Lucas. Lucas! Lucas. Okay, what's oh, what what? Lucas's last name? Walker. Lucas Walker. Okay, Lucas what sort Walker. of haircut is Lucas running? Oh, he's got a pretty good haircut. I've Googled it. Uh, Hannah, would you agree with me? It's kind of like a sporty Ken doll haircut. 
Oh, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. I would agree, definitely. Yeah, Ben, I'm going to show... Uh, well, thank you so much for uh, helping you. us find this haircut, Hannah. We'll let you get back to uh, other important phone calls about uh, players' <laughs> haircuts. <laughs> No worries. Have a good day, guys. Good on you. See enjoy, you later. enjoy the five or six hours. Oh, she's gone. <laughs> I was really hung up on the time difference. <laughs> you shitty time difference, Joe. So, Ben, this is the photo. Oh, yeah, he's got the a, bit a, a bit of a, a part over the top. Basically, yeah. what I'm trying, what I'm picking up from Joyce's text, and I think only Joyce is the one that can tell us, is that uh, she wants you to grow the sides out. That's my guess. So you look a little less like Phil and Lil from Rugrats and a little more like a muscly Ken doll. Mm. Mm, okay, okay. Jono, Ben and Sharon. I've got producer Dan to come in because I need to talk, talk about his haircut? I, no, I don't want to talk about his haircut. <laughs> okay. You can talk about my haircut if you want. Something has made me very angry. And instead of just like talking about it sensibly, I thought I'd passive-aggressively passive bring it up on the radio because I'm pretty sure that other people listening right now have had this happen to them as well. Do you know the funny thing about this situation is is when we bring like real-life grievances on the radio? We all talk about it and we all have a go about it. And then as soon as we turn the mics off, we discuss it no further. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the weird thing that we do. You know, like you're going to have a go at Dan now. Yep. We'll play a song and nothing will be said against. Well, nothing will be said against. change that afterwards. Yeah. Just keep well, going Well, no, I'm it. happy with us to not continue talking about it. I'd no? just like him to stop doing the thing he's doing. Okay. What have I been doing? So in our studio, if you've ever seen like a video on our Facebook page or anything, I sit in the corner by the window. and Nobody John- put Sharon in the corner. Jono, apart from our management. <laughs> Jono sits behind the desk and Ben sits on the opposite side of, of the desk from me. And for some reason, producer Dan walks in, walks over to the window and stands behind me and reads whatever I'm doing on my computer. Even if I'm having a Facebook Messenger chat with, like, a friend that he doesn't even know. But now he started actually leaning in and blatantly reading it. Like, he's not even trying to pretend that he's not reading it now. He comes in and literally puts his head over my shoulder like a conscience and is like, oh, yeah, and is reading it. And I'm like, why are you reading? Like, well, my friend just broke up with her boyfriend and I was going to talk... <laughs> She should have got rid of him long ago. (laughs) But I just don't understand. Like, it's rude. Like, I would never do that to you. Well, look, I'm not going to beat around the bush here. I'll tell you why. Why? Because I'm a nosy Parker. (laughs) Yeah, but why don't you do it to John and Ben? Because I've got nothing juicy going on in their lives. Dan knows every detail of your life. But you can't help it. I do it to... If we're sitting on a desk and there's a phone there and a phone text goes, and I was like, oh, I'll have a look at your text, Ben. I'll have a look at your text, Sharon. I've caught you you looking through on an aeroplane to the the person in front. I've actually seen you do that. (laughs) He's looking through, like, between the seats going, oh, there's the... One of them, I was like, I'm sure she's having an affair with someone else, but she was also texting her other. But oh, it's oh. very, juicy. <laughs> it's very juicy. Jono does do that though. I've been watching things like a video on my phone and just minding my own business on the plane, and then all of a sudden he'll start talking to me about the video I'm watching. I'm like, hey mate, watch your own video. <laughs> I'm just coming to Dan's defence. It's human nature. You're and, inquisitive. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, she's. She's got some juicy emails. She's slagging both of you off behind your back. Oh, God. She, she's emailing Ryan, the boss. She's emailing the girls in the office going, oh, yeah. you, you'd hate to think what she's oh, emailing. Yeah. Did you see the email I sent about Ben? Mm. Ben's thing? Oh, yes. That, and, the yeah. photo, and the photo you sent to yeah, 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 the girls. That, that is that small. That's very yeah, small. Yeah. That was a weird one. Boy, oh, boy. No, but that's the thing. Is that I'll, be, I'll be writing an email. So the other day I was writing an email to my midwife. And so I'm, I'm writing an email about... <laughs> I, was writing, like, I was writing an email about like a uterus situation. There was a photo with that one too.
because I had just been I just been for a scan and I had to like I had to send the <sighs> the midwife a note. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Thanks. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll start looking at Ben's crap emails. To yeah. His, Ben's. Wife. Ben's. Ben's. I love you, darling. Oh my <laughs> god. Juicy them up a little bit, eh? <laughs> what time are you picking up the kids? <laughs> yeah. Yawn. How do you spell uterus? <laughs> <laughs> John Ovin and Sharon. The Edge. On a Friday afternoon, and we like to look back at the better bits of the week with producer Dan. Mm, going to the noodle markets tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, here we go. Here's some quality chanter. He yeah. He's coming he in with some in. banter. He goes, oh, I've got some, I've got some chat we can do here. <laughs> then he opens with, hmm, and then I'm going to the noodle market. So this is going to be great. I hear good things about the noodle markets, though. Well, the thing has been last year I went, lack of noodles last year. What do they do? They supply, is there a wonton or two? Yeah, I had a wonton. Oh, there's dumplings. There's all sorts. There's amazing stuff. Tons yeah. of wontons. But no noodles last year, so I'm hoping. Well, how can you have a market called the Noodle Market without any noodles? Exactly. So I'm hoping this year, more noodles, less wontons. Is this the chat you bought? <laughs> Such a shame. This couldn't have been part of the best bits of the week. Uh, it's yeah. too late, unfortunately, because oh. the better bits of the week have been done. Hit it. We start this week with Charlie XCX, who was in studio with the guys. We got talking about how her career started. You actually got, uh, you know, your, your leg up in the industry by performing at illegal raves. Yeah. That you took your parents along to. Correct. Seems like a strange place to take your parents along. Well, I was so young, you know, I was like uh, 15, 16. Right. Okay, so that makes playing. sense. So obviously I wanted to go on my own. I didn't want to like hang out with my parents at the <laughs> rave. Like they were cramping my style, but they were like, you know, we have to come with you, blah, blah, blah. And it, obviously I was like dying inside. Like, no! Like, I'm like, no, I don't look cool right don't now. Don't drop me off at the front. Yeah, drop me off at the front and don't come near the door. <laughs> Do you at least have cool parents though? Like, because if I took my mum or my dad to an illegal rave, they would stick out like a sore thumb. Like, no, we, they are... we were like, we were not blending in. Oh, right. <laughs> no, we were not blending in. Yesterday it was announced that Sharon is hosting Dancing with the Stars next year and her co-host, Di Henwood, popped in for a round of Thunderstruck. Start the clock now, producer Dan. Kiwi movie driving a mini from one end of the country to the other. Uh, goodbye, pork die. Oh, oh good. nice. A cooking show where contestants visit each other's homes. Come, di- come die with me. That <laughs> yes. could also be a completely other show. <laughs> also, we would have accepted die kitchen rules. Okay, next one. If I was in the classified section of a newspaper, I would be looking at the... Uh, die, die, sell an exchange. Yes, a uh, national catchphrase made famous by Police Ten Seven. It was in my uh, wedding vows as well. Uh, always blow on the die. <laughs> <Wowzers. laughs> That's a good way. That's great. Right. seconds of puns. Also, yesterday we got talking about your psycho ex stories, and this lady phoned up. So I went and stalked my ex on Facebook by putting on a fake profile and um, because he'd swindled a whole pile of money out of me and I'd heard he was taking trips overseas and things like that. So, wow. well, this, was, this was justified stalking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, um, so I knew he was out spending my money, which really wound me up. So I uh, yeah, went in and stalked him on Facebook, got a whole pile of photos and then sent everything, all the evidence off to the IRD because he had a massive um, tax bill and um, dobbed him in. How much did he rip you off, Amanda? Like, if you had to put a number on it. Uh, over 150k. <gasps> oh, holy Jesus. And finally, for this week's best of the week, Ben was tricked into thinking he was going to visit his heroes, Kevin Hart and Dwayne The Rock Johnson in Australia. Dear Ben, we got your tweet and you heard you're a huge fan of one of our movies. The tweet asked if you remembered you, we do, and thoroughly enjoyed our interviews with you. 
This is a token of our appreciation and your support as well as we want to fly you to Aussie for the Jumanji event we're doing in Sydney on December 12th. Hope you can make it. Dwayne and Kevin. Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. Don't lie. Shut up. Bush. No way. These guys are my idols. <laughs> I know everything about them. Well, Ben, congratulations. Well Holy cow. That's... Make sure you book your own tickets and stuff because <laughs> you just got stitched up for the ever. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Did I? Oh, but this has genuinely broken his heart. I thought I got a signed autograph from my, my, my idols. The lines are blurred between a friendly radio prank and workplace bullying. Okay, so I don't know if you have a case to take us to HR or not now. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Joined in the studio by The Bachelor, Zach Franich. How's it going? Woo! Hey, Jane. Always no, good to have you here. But uh, today, such a manly looking man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like I'm not a man. Like when you think manly men, you're not thinking me. But when I look at you, and I'm like, there's a there's a man. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for one, Jono. Don't give him a sympathy compliment. <laughs> yeah, no. Get out of here. The uh, reason you actually uh, come into the studio today is you're part of a, a uh, mental health campaign, raising awareness about men and speaking, and it's called Voice of Hope. Yeah, that's right. So uh, this December, I'm part of their men's campaign, which is um, used as a tagline, it's not weak to speak. Uh, and, yeah, just encourages yeah guys to, to talk about how they're feeling. And already I've already had a couple of a couple guys get in touch and... Yeah, just say um, how my video has helped them speak about mm. how they're feeling. Now, what, your, your video is very touching. Uh, for those who haven't seen it, what was what was it about, mate? Um, so I spoke about my younger brother's best mate who committed suicide about eight years ago and just mm. how it impacted myself and our family. And, yeah, it was um, yeah pretty raw. Mm. I know a friend of mine did it earlier this year and just the amount of people that have been affected by suicide it's in New Zealand. I mean, you'd be so. hard for everyone in this room yeah. knows yeah. someone yeah. who's committed suicide. And Almost I'm sure at least one person, you know? Yeah. Like, and it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's something which impacts so many of us. And, I mean, losing um, losing Woody nearly broke our family apart. Let alone, I can't imagine what it did his family. You know? And it's also so. one of those things that uh, it doesn't go away either. Like, I, there's someone very close, like, in my husband's family before we were together, and that was, like, 12 years ago. Yeah. And that's still every birthday, mm. Christmas, anniversary, everything, the whole thing just comes up again because it's yeah. just something that's so hard to understand. But I think it's really amazing you're getting out there and uh, talking about that sort of thing, and there is a bigger conversation about it now as well. Uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, for me... I'm I'm pretty confident in, in my emotions and I know I can articulate them well and I guess um, I f- you know feel if I'm in, if I'm in this position I should really do something about it and you know maybe speak for those who aren't quite at that point yet. It does seem like an unusual thing for a guy to discuss with another guy feelings traditionally in New Zealand too. But um, it, when you do it, it's a quite easy flowing conversation once it starts, <laughs> know, right? right? It's just yeah. ripping the ripping the bandage off. Yeah, and I guess it's you know it, it kind of goes both ways. It's um, you know if you're not feeling a hundred percent in yourself, you're not you know you're not totally not totally happy with how things are going. It's having you know the courage to talk to talk to one of your mates. But conversely, if you if you're a mate and you notice someone else not quite feeling great, reaching out to them as well, so yeah. it kind of goes both ways. So, oh, good on you, mate. Good yeah. on you for getting behind this campaign. Uh, next, we want to um, we want to play. Is, this is the, the the part of the interview where we try and segue from something quite serious to something <laughs> not quite, serious. Yeah. I mean, it's always a tricky moment. I don't yeah. know how you do it. All right, sign me up. Okay, so, <laughs> there so, you go. There's the segue. <laughs> sign me up. That was the transition. This is a game called Punderstruck. Uh, we've used your name and we've put it into uh, various pop culture references. We're going to describe. You then have to give the answer. Okay. You got to try and think of these. Okay, these involve your name. Let's see if you can come up with them on the spot. All right. 
Okay, start the clock now. Boy band with five. Zach Franish's dress in all white clothing and sing everybody. The Zach Street Boys. <laughs> yeah. right. uh, one of the largest species of whale with a distinct body feature. Mm. Uh, the... Humpzack whale? The humpzack whale. whale. <laughs> <laughs> um, that sounds na- quite weird, the humpzack whale. <laughs> oh, God. National cricket team made up of 11 Zach Franishes. Uh, the Zach Caps? Well done. Yes. <laughs> okay, uh, waxing procedure that involves three parts of your body. Oh. <laughs> 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 the Zach Zach and Crack. Yeah. <laughs> or just the Zach Zach and Zach. Uh, TV, TV show set in a prison made up entirely of Zach Franich. Orange is the new Zach. Boom, he's on fire. <laughs> Boom. And something you might end up getting in the middle of the night after you've been partying. If you wake a up midnight here. Zach. Yes, <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Zach Franich, next oh we're going to play. We're gonna play. <laughs> I, also, I also would have accepted the big Zach. The big Zach. Yeah. The Zach attack. Yeah, or the Zach attack. So what, a few weeks ago, Zach, uh, what happened is Dan, our producer, was having dinner next to you in the same restaurant where you were having dinner with a, 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 free, a, friend. a, a proper yeah, a friend. Friend, a female yeah. friend, not a not a girlfriend or anything. No, How dare you? And Dan, our producer, <laughs> Dan, our producer snuck a, a sneaky photo of you, and uh, then it ended up on Bravo. Uh, their, their website like and their Like a Facebook. paparazzi photo from Dan, our producer. And he started telling us a story on the radio show as well about how he had uh, snapped out Zach the Batch with his new leader. Yeah, he was very proud of his paparazzi work. Was oh, like, oh, no, come on, Dan. That's not, that's, not, that's not good. This doesn't happen in New Zealand. We shouldn't do this thing, right? <laughs> I don't think... I, I thought, yeah, I mean, because like, my friend was like, oh, do you think you would get, like, just as a joke, I was like, no, that would never happen. And then the next day, I was over my phone, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> and, I, and I knew exactly who it was as well. I was like, oh. So before the show today, uh, we set up a chance meeting between you and Dan out on the street. We sent Dan down the road to get us some Christmas paper to wrap some secret Santa presents. You were waiting around the corner, and the results were magnificent. It couldn't have gone any better. <laughs> Don? Hey. Oh, Dan. Oh, Dan. oh, sorry, Dan. Hey, man. Hiya. How's things? Good. I'm actually really glad I ran into you. Um, there's been something I've been kind of wanting to hit you up a little bit about. You know, if I kind of feel awkward, but you know, you know that night at Dr. Rudy's, I was with my mate. Oh, uh, yeah. And you took that photo and... Yeah. Yeah. So sorry about it. Like, I, it yeah, it's all good, man. And like, like, I know you were like with your mate and stuff, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kind of thought it was a bit low rent and, and stuff. Yeah, and, I'm like... Like, it's sort of, if I'm honest, like, I was with a mate of mine and he was, he's, like, quite a, like, big sort bit of, of a, in the media industry and I was kind yeah, of just, like, just trying, trying to, like, impress like, him and... Or, yeah, or, like, impress yeah. him, I guess. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's all good. I mean, yeah, like... I'm so sorry, it's. I mean, like, everyone, we all, like, do these things and I just, I guess I just hope that if you're in the same position next time you might make a different decision. Like, it was a stupid, yeah. like, spur of the moment thing. I never even thought that you would see, I'd see it and, yeah. like... It was, yeah, it was kind of awkward because like Vianney messaged me. She's just like, "Who's this person you're seeing? Like, are you seeing someone?" And I was like, F-. "I was like, handshake to the strangers. Yeah. I like to, you know, I'll hug oh, it out." Man, and like, that's all good. Said, like, shit, I'm so sorry. I'm really far out. I feel horrible. That's all good. Um, Finally, yeah, sweet. Okay. I'll take care anyway. Yeah, hey, um, yeah, no, good to see you, man. It was awkward viewing from across. We were watching from across the road through a window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It made me laugh. Anyway, uh, Dan, our producer, then came back into the studio. And we uh, secretly recorded the uh, the conversation that uh, with him then. Yeah, a bit flustered, weren't you? You'll never guess. What? Guess what? Zach Fran- you know Zach Franich? Yeah. Yeah. He was, like, over the road, and he- I was, like, standing at the lights, and he, like, came in and, like, asked me about that. Photo. 
Oh, the photo you sent to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, he's like, he's... Well, the restaurant photo. Yeah, and he's like, he... Was he mad or was he... <laughs> nah, he was like so nice about it, but like, you could tell he was still like a bit shaken about the whole oh, thing. Yeah. Like, Viani rang him and like, there was like the whole thing Oh, so he was talking about this on the street? Yeah. Oh, Wait, oh, so I text him or something? Have you said sorry when you said Yeah, like, I'm sure you would have. You said sorry. Yeah, I like yeah. and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fun. Oh, I'm sure it's it's quite good. He to... just looked like he was sort of just his hair was like growing out and. Remind me even to grow my hair out around death. <laughs> <laughs> Dan think it's him. Okay, halfway through this, I uh, obnoxiously I... left to get a coffee. Get a coffee. You're like, yeah. oh well, crap happens. Pretty much is what you said, and then I'm going to get a coffee. It was very weird. <laughs> uh, and, and by coffee, I mean Zach Franich. Well, I didn't have a coffee, but I did find my mate Zach Franich. <laughs> oh! Oh, yeah. Okay, Zach, jump over here. Dan, I'm so jump here. Sorry. The apology now has to be official. Yeah, I it. What can I say? I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I almost. Oh God. <laughs> are you, are you so, you so I good? I came straight back in here and I was like, he doesn't look well. His hair's all grown out and stuff. Yes, he's just really, he's really, really cut up. About you played it. it so beautifully. You were just disappointed, yeah. not angry, just disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. Which was. Oh, Zach. Have we learned to listen now, Dan? I've learned a lesson. <laughs> my, my camera and my phone is never coming out again. <laughs> Uh, nice work, Zach. And uh, you learnt you, you listen now, Dan? Yeah, we have a laugh, don't we? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Skelly waves. John Ben and Sharon. The edge. Now, active wear. We like to wear it. It's comfortable. It's the track pants that is acceptable to wear to brunch. And the problem is, though, is they can be a real nightmare sometimes. Real, real bad nightmare. Chloe Kardashian, for example, always has to wear a long top because she, without fail, will get camel toe every single time and get papped for it. She's now fa- got has the most famous camel toe in the world. Oh, really? Most famous camel toe in the world. There you go. What a... That's an achievement. That is an achievement. That is an achievement. <laughs> Ben's got the most famous moose knuckle in the world. <laughs> Mate, it's more like a mice, a mice knuckle. I've had... <laughs> <laughs> but I've had, I've had a bad act of wear nightmare before uh, when you're, you're trying to do pull-ups and you're trying to look, like, look real cool, but the trainer has to help you with your knees because you can't quite do it yourself. And um, I managed to be wearing one of those uh, tops that have like the fashionable low side to them and just I had a bra on but it, it had it had moved one side had moved oh, to no. the middle oh no so there's just one oh, no. big just old out. boob out the way that's not bad have you guys ever had I one like an active wear nightmare but what something happened to me when I was about 11 10 year, 11 years old and I was wearing some shorts <laughs> to the beach and underneath them they had that mesh sort of underpant oh, lining no. oh yeah mm. horrible uh-huh. Hor- so that the uh my foreskin had somehow <laughs> become trapped inside one of the holes. Right. So I'd gone into the I'd gone into the water. Okay. I'd gone into the water. The skin had shrunk in the cold water. Okay. And then the mesh had gone. In that time, yeah. the yeah. mesh the mesh had wrapped around it. Okay. I come out. I play around. I frolic. Yeah. The body expands. I find. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel like he's really dragging this out. <laughs> I find <laughs> very unfortunate. I'm part of my body trapped inside some mesh. My mum? No, my, you didn't get your mum involved, did you? Did your I, do some that's not in her job description. <laughs> <laughs> I hobbled home. I hobbled home. Why? She had to get little nail scissors. Oh my god! Cut around it. Horrific. Why did you not open with that? That was the best story of the segment. It was an active wear, mate. Not doesn't count. Yes, it is. Swimming dogs are active wear. Okay, well, there you go.
Track pants to the gym and everyone will be happy. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. 